Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Cognac Boys Podcast. I'm one half of them, Ron and Don. Doing somewhere, somewhere. He's somewhere in the city being responsible right now. Probably got the kids out showing them a good time. But I'm here with a comedy legend. Cookie Hull, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Cookie. <laughs> a legend. You did everything under the sun. Comic View, Def Jam, Snoop Dogg. All that good stuff to bring the people up to par. So, you know. I'll let you tell them. Oh, uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg, Bad Girls of Comedy, Cat Williams, Pimpin' Pimpin' Tour. Um, I've been out uh, uh, with Russell Peters World Tour. Uh, yeah, I've been around. I've been hustling, hustling, getting the money. Yeah, and you had your own little comedy club in Augusta doing your thing for a while? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, a club, and uh, the pandemic shut it down. So. That damn pandemic. Man. That's the reason why I got 50 DVDs left now. <laughs> I'm about to sell it old. <laughs> I'm taking up too much space in my garage. Right. So if you want to get a DVD, go to <laughs> Cognac Boys. Yeah, it's a collector's item. But most people don't call it DVDs no more. I call them uh, what you call uh, uh what's them joints? Uh, the coaster sets, or you can use it as a weed <laughs> it's, train. It's coaster a weed train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I saw, man. Everything sell, nothing won't. You know. And and like I want to also talk to you about um. Because we was off camera, we was talking about merchandising, which is a big thing. But comedians just torn out here and hitting that road like that. And you might not make the best of money, but you can make a little the best. bit of money. Yeah, something, you, something more. It's, it, it, you know, comedy is is one of the things, it's like the drug game, the drug game. Mm -hmm. Just like rap. It's like the drug game. Like, you got to be able to flip your t shirts mm -hmm. and, and get some more. You know, mm -hmm. um, I don't know about everybody else, but when I sell two T-shirts for $25 a piece and get that extra $50, mm -hmm. I look at it as, oh, my plane ticket was 100 I got half that back. Or mm -hmm. my Uber was 12 I got that back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? You, It's a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. And you got to hustle. Right. Off your ass and on your feet if you plan to eat in this comedy game. Right. Get out that coffin they call your yeah. bed. Merchandise is very important. I don't give a fuck if you're selling wristbands, right. wristbands ink pens, yep. lighters, yep. t-shirts, headbands, hats, Man, I used to sweatshirts. sell bumper stickers. Bumper stickers too. That said, with the price of gas, my joke that I did on the Cap William tour, with the price of gas, I sold... 3,000 bumper stickers. As you should. At $5 a piece. That's right. As you should. And the people got to understand. Young comedians need to know when you watch this stuff, it's something in you that's going to spark for you to learn how to make money. Then you got to learn how to become a salesman because everybody ain't a salesman. Nah. Some people won't even say hi to the people to even sell the merchandise. I right. speak to everybody. Right. Let me tell you something. Out of 500 people, I know I can talk to 200 people that's going to buy something. And some people don't even want uh, merchandise sometimes they just want to support you might throw me a hundred dollars right oh you. yeah oh yeah depending I, on like, take something depending on your crowd you know you that's depending on your crowd yeah you know because you could tell people oh i just take a donation and i've told people that and like you said them be the people that just hand you a hundred dollars mm -hmm. hand you fifty dollars support and that's campaign. part of your money that's part of your comedy money so that's part of money you should you should be putting away to to fund your career like this ain't the, the the comedy game and no entertainment game, no nothing of this is something that somebody's gonna magically come out your TV and say, here's a deal. No, it don't work like that. You gotta yeah. get out here and work hard and be on time 
and be in the places that God tells you to be in. Because yeah. it's all a spirit. It's all a feeling. It is. That's very true. Because I used to be everywhere. Yeah. And like I look at now, I'd be sitting home sometimes. I'd be watching all the old videos. And I was like, damn, I was in that video. I was in this video. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause just being at the right place at the right time, which led to me getting a little spot in ATL because I wasn't in the union. I don't think I made a movie. Like, Who is this guy? Right. It's, it's every scene. Right. Look, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's pain in my ass. Oh, we got to keep editing this guy. <laughs> but that's where you have to be because yeah. eventually inevitably you're going to get your turn yeah very true you're going to get your turn met and and when i say that it, when i say get your turn i don't mean like you're going to get a million dollars i mean you're going to get an opportunity to continue being who you are in this game and that's what's important because anybody that die that's an entertainer we never look for how much money they have we started looking at clips, mm -hmm. photos, pictures, yeah. shows. We started looking at their history in what they used to do. Ain't, ain't nobody going to care if you die with a billion dollars. I done told Fredo when his grandma I'm sorry. to have that off. But, okay. I did. I turned it off, but it turned on by itself. <laughs> phone got a mind of it. You know these smartphones. I'm a smart nigga. Right, with a dumb, yeah. well, I'm a dumb nigga with a smartphone. Right. Excuse Everybody me. is. Yeah. <laughs> Not just you. Don't feel like you got yourself. <laughs> Everybody. I like how this shit turn on by itself, but it did. Because it, uh, we don't control this in smartphones, just like yeah, you said. Yeah. Google, when you start saying those things, it start alerting and it start doing what it want to do. Let me tell you, Siri told me one time, turn by the McDonald's. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I took that offensively. Because I pay for you to tell me the street, bitch. Don't mm. tell me it's a McDonald's. I could have got them direction from my uncle, bitch. Turn mm. by the McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I need you to say uh, this street, okay? So she really? told me one. It, it caught me. It took me aback. Because she said, turn by the McDonald's. I was like, don't she know the street? <laughs> Somebody need to upgrade Siri. Yeah, because she getting ghetto. <laughs> they probably got a ghetto Siri, too. Yeah. Yep, you know they do. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they know who phones is black. We put together. I, I, I agree with that. They probably do. <laughs> Simultaneous back to back calling. They already know who's who. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. That damn technology. I love you, technology. I love technology. All the things that you're doing is getting stranger and weirder and weirder. But, you know, I'm happy to be in the in the era of technology. Yeah, it's in this heavy technology. Yeah. I went to school for it. I went to DeBry. I just didn't choose to. Uh, Pursue it even further than uh, telecommunications. You know, I was one of the guys that was technical with your phone. I used it for my benefit. That's how I found out my girl was cheating on me because, you know, <laughs> I unlocked her phone. I saw some shit I'll never want to see again, Cookie. You hear me? I'm pretty You know disturbed. what? I'm just going to be the first one to tell you this. If you look at somebody else's phone, you supposed to see what you supposed to see because yeah. stay the hell out of people's phone. It's in there. I tell you that goddamn yeah, much. Yeah. And I, I found out she ain't really like me. <laughs> I knew I learned my name was this nigga here. <laughs> this nigga here, what I do? I cook breakfast this morning. Right. This right. nigga here, I'm not eating that shit. But but see, society got us programmed. Society got us programmed to believe that we own people. Mm. Because we in a relationship, I own you, your thoughts, what you do and all that. No, we all grown people. A relationship mm -hmm. is an agreement yep. that I'm gonna spend time with you. Yeah. That's all the relationship is. It's an agreement that I'm going to spend the time with you. And, and, and I'm going to love on you. And I'm going to hug on you. And I'm going to give you gifts and stuff. 
It don't the part where people start arguing and fussing and stalking, that that that's a per that's personal. I, I've been a stalker before. You just yeah. ain't gonna leave me and not give me no two to two weeks notice and no shit. Well you I'm know gonna... what? You should put that <laughs> in the disclosure when you start dating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like I got some girlfriends, they have all these standards for a dude. Mm. He got to be like this cooking. He got to be like that cooking. He got to be like this. And my answer to that is, no, bitch, you got to have him. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to get that dude that you're talking about. He need to come out of you. Yeah, that's true. You understand me? Now, my son, my son is a good dude. Because mm-hmm. I raised him to be a good dude. His wife loves him. He's a good dude. And he got a good job. He got an education. Okay, so you want that type of dude? Like I said, you better raise him. Because you ain't going to get him out here. Yeah, these niggas is uh, battered, bruised, damaged goods. And anybody Coke, that's damaged. pill poppers, goddamn thugging for nothing. At some age, you don't have to thug no more, fellas. You can hang up your guns. Yeah, and, and be a grown-up. I knew I was grown when I looked at my gun out there. I was like, this bitch dusted in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it! Was the time I used to tote you all the time. Exactly. I never think I break up with my gun. But but because you know why that is, because you have decided that in this life part of life you don't need it. Yeah, and that's very much true. Cause shit, you don't need it. You see what I'm saying? I got it, too much equipment to be toting for a piece of steel to be poking me in my head. I, you got too much future. Yeah. To worry about that, you know, mm-hmm. you're not in that realm of where you used to be in life. You know what I'm saying? I'd keep mine because I'm a woman. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So Don't I, 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 I this weird shit. yeah, and, and if you within six feet, nah. If you within eight feet of me, you might get it. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I acknowledge yourself, uh, right? Because I didn't been in some situations in life. Let me tell you this one story. I was about 23 years old. I'm coming home around 2:30 in the morning, and it's a blizzard outside in Detroit. It's a blizzard. Like everything, everything is covered in snow. Mm-hmm. Everybody, if you walking out there long enough, you covered in snow. So I get off the bus and my house is about three blocks over. And I'm walking towards my house. And it was a bus bench right there. And dude, I look up and I say, is that somebody sitting on the bus bench? They fully covered in snow. Mm. Like they sitting there. Fully covered in snow. So the closer I got, I was like, that is somebody sitting on that damn bench right there. I was like, I wonder if they alive. Because mm. that's what I'm thinking in my mind. Right? Yeah, if you sitting there like that. Fredo. Mess around and I was stepping in that snow and they heard that footstep and looked and stood up. I was like, uh-uh. No, not tonight, bruh. Mm. I was like, you got the wrong one tonight. I swear to God. You get Fredo, he didn't stop. He didn't he stop. He came, started coming towards me. Damn. Because he probably thought it wasn't real. And I said, yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, the dude, you got to do it. And then he was like, oh, and yeah. went the other way. Because first of all, I wasn't finna walk back. It was like 3 in the morning with nobody out there. Yeah, like, you see somebody covered. Like nobody like, coming down the streets, driving or nothing. Yeah, you everybody in the house by a certain time when it's snowing. Yeah. That's it crazy, like, though. Yeah. And, I, and somebody to sit there and just let the snow. That's somebody that's damn near depressed. No, that's one of them sexual predators that's right. out there. 
okay? Because think about it. When it see me, stood up mm. and started coming towards me. And when it started coming towards me, that's when I was like, ah, 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 ah. You got the wrong person tonight. I swear, yeah. I swear. Give you see what I'm saying? And like, he wasn't stopping because he probably thought, oh, you ain't got nothing in your hand. Mm. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they was like, oh. Oh, that's the reality check. Yeah. And you went the other way. You see what I'm saying? Life is funny, man. That's like the other story I was telling you about being shot at eight man. years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm That's saying? That's crazy, yeah. Being shot at, you could be a statistic, but when the universe got a different plan for you. Very true. You know what I'm saying? You have to understand that it ain't about people. It ain't about nobody, your kids, your mama, nobody. It's about the universe and the plan that the universe has for you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to be great, then believe me, you won't. That's true. That's true. You, you got to thank greatness, because other men think of. You know what I'm saying? If you just somebody to get up and go to McDonald's every day and do your job until you end up, until you lead a planet, then that's who you're going to be. God of mercy. No I can't be that person. They got to get it right, get it tight. I got to be the person, I got to be the type of person at the end of this journey that I've done something that people can go back 20, 30 years from now and look at. Cook, you got a great history in this comedy game. So I done watched you from a young guy coming in the game, watching you do your thing, pull the standing ovations, dominate the whole fucking club. I saw you at the spot when I only think you knew I was in the back just chilling on the off night. And I was like, watching you do your thing. Like, she got this fucking glow because you stand up there with the confidence and all that shit and talk your shit. I admire that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a fan of comedy too. Right. A lot of niggas always want to be the man, this and that, but you don't understand, like... You got to love this shit. You love everything about comedy. And I do. I like sometimes not going on stage, coming, sitting, and, and watching other exactly. comedians do their fucking the thing. thing. Yeah. Right. No, I want to laugh. When I come in there and I see comics on stage, I honestly and truly want to laugh. Yeah. And the sad part about me is I'm going to laugh whether you're doing good or bad. Because if yeah, you're yeah. doing bad, that's funny as hell to me. Yeah, some people think and that. And if you just continue to dig a grave to ball in, I'm, I'm probably the only person in the room going, ha! Yeah, cause that means you're a soldier. If you're in that, you you got pride in digging that hole. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, so I'm like you too. I am a fan of comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't go and watch a lot of uh, specials, like everybody's specials or whatever on yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah. But um, if if it's one that everybody's raving about, then I might go watch it. Yeah, you I watch a lot of people's specials. I check it out. I like black and white. A dude that caught my eye like uh, years ago. I ain't know where he came from. Never heard of him. But his special was funny as fuck. Dude named Dane Cook. And I just remember oh, yeah, I know his, Dane. his shit like this. And then I start seeing him in movies and shit. And I was like, One of the funniest jokes he did is uh, the getting to my girlfriend's cell phone. Wipe it off real good and set it down. And then when she pick it up and put her in the cold in, I see her fingerprints and I go put your <laughs> genius. Yeah, he said, yeah. Oh, you can see the fingerprints. Oh man, <laughs> fucking genius. But that was brilliant. That's a brilliant bit. But yeah, Dane Cook, when he came in the game, yeah. his name was buzzing. You don't hear his name too much no more. Because uh, some people like they they reach the ceiling of this, or they like, reach the this cillionaire. The cillionaire. Yeah, not everybody make it. That's a big number there. The cillion. Ceiling, the ceiling. Oh, the ceiling! Wow, of getting all this money. But some people, uh, when they dwindle off, like I watched in the documentary on Jim Carrey, go all the way to the top. 
his demise came with the loss of a girlfriend, which pushed him into depression. Um, you know, I don't know what it is like. You know, like this dude, funny, twenty million a movie. All of this ripping movies in half. Right. Funny, like you laugh Love so hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then like you just never hear him no more. Shout out to Keenan Avery Wayne's for giving Jim Carrey stock on uh, that show. Yeah. And and launching the careers of a lot of great actors on yeah. there. Tommy, uh, Jamie, mm -hmm. uh, even his little brother Marlon, yep, which was watching, that. coming mm -hmm. up growing around growing mm -hmm. up around that. Right. Sean was a DJ, you know what I'm saying? Right. And Branstoff got a show. But well, well, he got a hell of a treat. But just to make the story understanding like to to this comedy thing i want to talk to you about that um another part of this is the mental health that a lot of people overlook like some of the great comedians um they don't like to be alone and, and like a lot of times when all this shit quiet down and the lights go down and they by themselves and the, the reality kick in some of them take their own life you know what i'm saying committing suicide stuff like that but you don't never see that mm -hmm. they always happy everybody always laughing everybody always happy with them Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of that. Like now, it, it's when I watch these documentaries, I see a lot of that. But I see a lot of other black comedians. Like we lost a lot of black comedians to bad health recently, right. heart attacks and uh, uh, brain uh, tumors and um, diabetes. Yeah, and stuff high like blood that. Pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, lost a lot well, of people. Do you know what that equates to? That equates to the bad diets that they choose to have on the road. Yeah. Okay. Um, at some point. As a comedian, you have to decide, I'm not going to eat in every club. Yeah, because I'm not going to drink the, yeah. in every club. Your liver not going to outlast your career. Understand that. Mm -hmm. Your liver ain't going to outlast your career. Because people are programmed to walk up to you and say, man, you a funny world, man. Let me buy you a drink. No, I buy this t-shirt. No, let me buy you a drink. Yeah. Right, I, I got some t-shirts over here, but let, let me get you a drink. Yeah, I've been through that. You see what I'm saying? But the look is so fake in the club and so stepped on nowadays, I can't even fuck with it. The heartburn busts in my ass. And I knew one day I was drinking in this one club, and I, it woke me up out of my sleep. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? It won't no heart attack, and I was just real bad. It's, uh, it's called gastritis. Mm, that shit can kill you. I think it's my, my grandfather died from that. Gastritis is a buildup of cholesterol and stuff in your in your arteries. Mm. And that comes from drinking, smoking, and, eat, and eating fried food. Late at night. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Certain foods are, are spicy. Pastrami, um, uh, everybody programmed to eat hot wings. Hot wings. You, you, don't, uh, even chicken chicken no you don't even eat chicken no more. You don't even eat chicken no more. You got to have some sauce on it. Yeah, I can't eat hot wings. Like you know, that. I don't I even, even eat chicken. I barely do hot sauce. I barely do hot sauce. I don't even eat chicken. I, I got to wean chicken. myself off that chicken. Yeah, I, I ain't never ate chicken in my life. I like chicken. But that's because I don't like it. Yeah. So, but. You one in a million. You meant to be here. Yeah. You don't like chicken. No, nah, I don't get you with that goddamn chicken. But that, that's true. Comics got to have a better diet. Yeah. And the reason that is, too, is because most of them don't have money. And when they get to the club, they're relying on the club to eat. You see what I'm saying? Woo. Cause they relying on the clubs to eat and get food there. Yeah. But they still have food there that you can eat that's not going to hurt you. You yeah. can get fruit. You can get vegetables. I go in a club and, and give me a baked potato and some and some broccoli. Mm -hmm. I don't need the fried fish, the fried shrimp, the fried this. Baked potato and broccoli, I'm good. But most people don't think like that. You gotta eat some, you gotta have some greens in your diet, you gotta have balance. And like me, right. I ate a salad the other day, um, Chick-fil-A or whatever, I like this new fruit salad with all the 
berries and, and the, they got oat oatmeal, some shit to go in it, like, and it's got cayenne pepper. Like, whatever it was, it was like a party in my mouth because it was like all these different tastes from the fresh lettuce and the spinach and the, all that shit. But it don't take no matter minutes for your body to know something different and like you're going healthy because it was like it went straight to the bathroom. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I'm eat that chicken and shit, I don't have no problem. I don't have to rush to no bathroom now. But when I eat that salad, it was like, nigga. This is all the shit to clean all that bullshit out your system. Right. Wow. system yeah. On your own. And, I'm talking about hit your heart, and, and men should take a probiotic. Yeah, I agree. Y'all should take a probiotic and take that mugs to clean out your intestines. Because your intestines, even we we ain't we talk about comedy, but your intestines. They need to know this. Run through your whole body like a half a mile. Mm-hmm. Like a half a mile. So understand that you need a probiotic to push out everything, cause this stuff that's been in there for years. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, and so that's is that a part of when people go get their colon cleanse? Bam! It's a colon cleanser, probiotic. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And I saw one of my homies do that a while ago, cause it's like he was like, "Nigga, this is just like uh, a build up." Yo, it, it ain't, it's it ain't everything. Just, yeah, right. and I see a lot of niggas. Some niggas' stomach just be big and hard, and they be skinny dudes, and I was like. I'm getting older, and I know my system is getting older, too, because it's breaking down. That's all the stuff that's in their intestines. Yeah. And your intestines in the front. They ain't in the back. They right here. Yeah, so we need, to, we need to flush our system off and drink plenty of water. The only thing to bounce back for me, like I tell a lot of comedians in my presence, I keep a lot of water around. Drink plenty of water. I, Start I your day off with water. it. End your day off with water because all the drinking and partying at the end of the day. Your body needs something to feed off, and that water is going to hydrate you from even your, drinking a brown Your body bucket. is 90 some percent water, so you should drink water. So once, like I say, the older you get, the more you realize stuff. And once I turned 50 years old, I realized that I've drank enough shit, and now I just drink water. Yeah. Because for the 50, first 50, I didn't drink Gatorade, Poway, Lemonade, all the AIDS. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But then, then when I turned 50, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I ain't drinking nothing but water. That's all I drink. You could walk up to me and offer me anything in the club. Drink. You want to drink? Nope, nope, nope. You got water? I'm drinking water. But that's me. And I like the good water. I like the alkalines and all that. My boy, uh, Ron, my partner that be on the podcast with me, he tell me about the little pHs and balances and all these yeah. different waters. What's good for you? What's Spring bad water. For you. Spring, Spring water, water is best for water for you. Better than alkaline? Nah, it's better than alkaline. Spring because, water. Because you got to understand. Polar Springs, that, that's spring water? That's Anything you say spring water. Polar Springs. Um, um, I drink Deer Park. Deer you Park. Know, that's spring, Deer that's Park is water. a good water. Yeah, that's the good spring water. And uh, 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 Fiji spring waters. Because yeah. um, alkalines could is something added to it. Mm. Is, you see they added electrolytes and alkaline. Yeah. They adding stuff, so you don't want that water. You just want regular water to come from a spring. Dasani come from a toilet. I'm pretty sure it come from the Dasani. The bottle order that's it like the, it two cases for five dollars. It come from the back of the toilet. The like, little boy. They pull the top back of the toilet up and they fill up the Dasani and give it to you because that's what it tastes like. It's like one of the most, some of the most horrible water. Hilarious. Yeah. This head come out the back of the tub like this. Because <laughs> niggas talk about how he was on drugs and he was drinking and shit. I don't know what it is about drugs and drinking that go hand in hand. If you already high, why are you drinking for? Because a level. There's a level of trying to get feel another kind of way. 
Yeah, I take vitamin D every day. Vitamin D. Um, most black people are vitamin D deficient. That's mm. why a lot of people were sick during the pandemic. They couldn't fight it off mm-hmm. because they had underlying conditions. Yeah. So that was vitamin D, and I tell all my friends this: um, it's like it's like God to black people. Mm. Okay, because the average um, melanated person mm-hmm. don't drink milk. Yeah, that milk. Don't that eat milk. ice cream every day, and don't be in the sun. I, I stayed in the sun during that pandemic. I'm a golfer. I stayed in the sun. So yeah, I stay in the sun. So understand, vitamin D helps with your immune system, helps with your nerve system, helps with your bones, helps with your muscles. You could take a whole fucking bottle and ain't nothing going to happen but your toenails going to get hard. (laughs) But see, they tell us to take vitamin C. But vitamin C has not been known to cure nothing. When have you ever seen somebody take vitamin C and it cured a cold? So what is vitamin C good for? Uh, just uh, your skin, a little bit. <laughs> but understand if you so do you don't research, look dark skin in your case. If you do, <laughs> if you do research on vitamin C, if you take too much, it'll damage your liver. Mm. It's like drinking alcohol. Yeah, ain't nothing too good. Mm. And what do people hear? Yeah, I had a cold. I took some vitamin C. That, that ain't help. Take vitamin D, because vitamin D is going to fight off anything. And what about that? Um, what's that? The uh, airborne. Medicine. I don't know. I ain't never took none of that. I ain't, I, only thing I've ever taken I is took the vitamin airborne D. because when I be on flights and stuff like white people, I don't know what it is about covering your mouth. I even watched a white dude pull down his mask and sneeze. <laughs> and put the mask back on. Well, I was like, what the fuck is the point of the mask? I still fly with my mask on. Yeah, I fly with mine on too. Uh, because COVID, they ain't said it went nowhere. They ain't said it's gone. Yeah. And I know people still catching it. Like and, and people and I know still catching it. White people fart anywhere, and you smell it right through that mask. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I still wear my mask, um, just trying to protect myself from that. Yeah, you but gotta protect yourself. It's too funny because when the COVID hit, I told my son, I said, "Look, take vitamin D. You and your wife take vitamin D." Okay, well, uh, you know, everybody think because I'm not a doctor, because I don't have a PhD, but I don't listen. know what I'm talking about. So got COVID the first time. After the first time, I said, you take vitamin D? No, 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 no. Okay, got COVID the second time. Hey, mom, how much vitamin D do you supposed to take? I ain't had COVID. Yeah. People people saying they had it like it's a badge of honor. Oh, I had it twice. Yeah. Well, three times might be a charm. I didn't even have no um, COVID. I ain't got no COVID neither. I ain't had it. I, 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 do, a, I do a joke where I say, Clap if you uh, took the shot. So people will clap. And I survey the room and look around, see how many people clap. Depending on the room, I'll be like, I might, I got a 46% chance of catching the shit. Mm. So I go, black people, y'all don't take the cold shot. Why? We don't know what's in it. Okay, you don't know what's in it. Okay, I get that. Now do me a favor. Clap if you know what's in Gatorade. <laughs> Electrolytes! I've had somebody say that. <laughs> I've had somebody say that, and I said, spell it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You don't know what's the truth is. You don't know what's in nothing. Yeah, you don't. You don't know what's in shit. And in the black crowd, I'll be like, clap if you know what's in the Kool-Aid packet. 
you know. You until, don't know what's in them? Until you break down the, the, the research. And all the ingredients are there for you. And they're uh, what you call like hidden words. Like right. They give you something that you might not understand. But you do the research on it, then you understand. Let me tell you What's something. in that shit. Why your kids might be acting out. We saw a program. We'll go to the doctor. Doctor give you a prescription for this shit you got right here. Mm-hmm. You go to the pharmacy. They say the prescription gonna be one hundred thirty-eight seventy-five. What's the first thing you go? One hundred seventy-eight thirty-five. Then what they say? Oh, we got this generic shit for a dollar thirty-five. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Give me that. You don't even know what the generic shit is. They prescribed you this shit. Yeah. But you gonna take the generic shit, and you wonder why every time you walk, you gotta scratch your booty. Cause you got you got a uh, growth on your booty that, that came up <laughs> since you've been taking the generic. That shit. generic shit, boy. I don't. Even, I like. I don't like nothing generic. I so, like the, but we do that because okay, you don't have insurance. Yeah, but so you can you bust down that hundred. That hundred, and, and a lot of people be scared. But Lavar Walker talk about that. How he a pharmacist and people will come in there and he tell them what it is for heart medication and nigga want the dick pills more than he want the heart medication. You know what I'm saying? You was like, you think you'd rather die with a heart dick than have your heart medication? Oh no, you are going to die with a heart dick. You did. You pretty much are, especially yeah. when you you putting that. The illest shit in the world to me is like these dick pills that everybody buying from the gas station to fuck all night. It's like everything got to wear and tear on any human being. Right. Ain't no instructions on these motherfuckers. You just know, take it and be happy. That's the instructions. First of all, they in the gas station. <laughs> They've been sitting around soaking up gas fumes all day. I can't stand a nigga to eat a hot dog, gas station hot dog. Do you know it's been in gas fume all day? This shit just like this. In people gas in fumes. Out. People in and out. Them hot dogs. People that spill gas outside, open the door, gas fume going inside, outside gas fume. It's 14 gas tanks under this. And it, it, the shield on the top of it, but not on this part. So Look, I used to work at the gas station. And I used to sit there and scratch off scratches until I found a winner. <laughs> I act like this all day. Can I help you? All day. Then I be like, oh, five hundred dollars, and I pay back the money. Hey, I paid it back once I got the winner. <laughs> you hell. <laughs> you hell. I worked at the gas station. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do for the come up. What was it like for you, Cookie, working with Snoop? Cause Snoop, hot commodity right now. Snoop doing a lot. I saw him. Oh, the Snoop Dogg Bad Girls comedy. Yeah. Oh, that was right. that was phenomenal. That was fun. It was fun because, um, you know, Snoop, when we was um, rehearsing and um, doing doing the run-throughs and all that, uh, we were smoking weed. Right. Yeah, Snoop, well, Snoop had the weed. You he know got Snoop. his own screen. Huh? He only got his own screen. Back then he didn't. Yeah, that was well, in 2012. thought he had it on Yeah, that was in 2012. He he was smoking on the stage. The whole he had, he had the whole auditorium lit. And he passed it to me, and I hit. And then he passed Lou Nell. Lou Nell hit. We passed back to Snoop. We the, the whole auditorium was lit. You hear me? And then we end up shooting it, and it was cool. I, it was cool working with him. That's the only uh, time I've ever worked with him. Because he did one so big, nice. one one big um, special for uh, Netflix. It was crazy. Yeah. A lot of vets on there. A yeah. lot of vets. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember seeing Mike Epps, D-Ray, G-Thing. G-Thing was out here recently. Uh, 
what G think was in the background with them. They had girls on the couch sitting, talking and interviewing for me. The whole little setup, nice little production, the kind of shit that I'm into. Mm-hmm. I like big productions, especially when it comes to comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, shout out my boy Nesto. Nesto gonna work on a documentary for Dirty South. You know, the comedian Dirty South recently passed. Right, right. I don't know, Rest a heart attack or a, uh, I think it was a heart attack or a stroke or something. Uh-huh. But it was first thing in the morning. You know what I'm saying? First thing that in the morning. That was my girl. Yeah, and when I got the news, I was like, this shit crazy. Cause like, I don't know, that bad news for some reason, it got me scared to answer my phone seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Somebody just hit me like, yo, you heard? What happened? Nah, I ain't heard nothing, nigga. Right. What you about to tell me, man? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, that we... That shit scare you can make your, your shit skip a beat. Because you're like, what the fuck? Well, not me. Because um, at the end of the day, I know everybody gonna go. Yeah, you do. Ain't nobody staying. We just get... We just get affected, so to speak, because it's somebody we know. But every day, somebody we don't know passed away. Yeah. So, so that don't affect us because we don't know them. Yeah. But every day, somebody that we don't know passed away. And then it gets close when it started being people that you, you yeah. know, that you it was know. A, it was a lot of people in our, like, our triangle from uh, Big Room, Tyler Chris, Gold Bubble, Marcus, um, Marcus Bobby Scott. Law, Bo- Ricky Bobby, Harris. Bobby Law from what's name? You talking about on the West Coast? Yeah. Bobby Law from Mount um, Comedy? Yeah. Ricky, the, 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 uh, Bobby, Bobby Law, Ricky Harris. Gosh, uh, uh, Roz. Roz G from New York. Roz G from New York. She's good people. She did my half um, of Comedy one yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, it's just been a lot of them. Shit, we of lost Noah uh, hosting. Um, Dave, Dave Arnold. You know, it's Marcus Combs. Yeah, Marcus Combs. And with Marcus Combs. David Cone, Arnold. Marcus Cone was just on live with me and Coco like two days before that, giving us our flowers. Yeah, and so I, I don't like I don't understand it like a good dude like that look healthy, got his job doing everything. You like you doing everything right? Like what the fuck? What but that see, come? but see, understand if you believe in God, you got to believe that the spirit leaves the body and goes into another. Mm-hmm. So when when we looking at it as they gone, we don't really know. Yeah. You ever had a dead person come back and tell you anything? No. They show up in your dreams and say stuff. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah they do. And that's how, that's how you blessed. believe in spirits. Yeah. I believe in spirits because I know spirits come. Your grandmama come to you and talk to you. I was worried about her and she was like, don't you stress out over me. I'm you in a better me? place. I'm all right now. See what yeah. I'm saying? My grandma waited all the way for me to get back to Virginia. I'm talking about like I had to drop everything I was doing. And I drove back up to Virginia the minute I got the uh, message from my little cousin Tasha. And my grandma sat there and woke. She waited for me. And she was like, I told you I was tired. She held my hand. She smiled at me. And she closed her eyes. I came back the next morning and she had passed. Those of you who have just tuned in, we have another guest, a young up-and-coming actor, comedian. And we were just leading off with Cookie Hull. And we was talking about the health and the wealth of comedians that live a shitty life on the road to death. <laughs> Do them now we're back. <laughs> now we're back. With Cookie and our special guest Pam stopping through. She's filling in for Ron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a handsome young lady, you know that? Thing? <laughs> 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 and Pam is cool as a motherfucker. But this is the legendary Cookie Hull, a uh, uh, great stand up comedian doing her motherfucking thing. Don't fear shit, very fearless. Any questions you want to ask her so the young up and coming comedians will know? Um. <clears throat> How long have you been in comedy, like doing comedy? Uh, a long time. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't want to get no dates for that. <laughs> you smart. Yeah. You sharp. So long time, long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago, long. long time. Do you think that it's harder for uh, female comics, or like, is it? Because I be I hear some people say like because like women aren't funny. Did you ever have to experience anything like that? Like you're not funny, or anybody trying you because you're a female? Like, oh yeah, I've experienced all that, but never not funny. I've okay. I've never gotten that. I've never bombed at a show. I go to shows prepared to be funny. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've never bombed my whole career. Uh, if somebody didn't like me, it was because it was personal. Mm -hmm. And it had nothing to do with what I was saying. Um, it's not hard for nothing you want to do in life. If you, if you allow everybody else to make your decisions and make it hard, then it become hard. I always say I got 99 problems and ain't none of them mine. <laughs> true shit. You see what I'm saying? Because like people people will put their burdens on you. A female comedian in this game can go as far as she want to because you got the Whoopi Goldbergs, you got the Cheryl Underwoods, you got the, you know, Samores. You got these women that stay like this. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And chase their journey. So um, I don't think I don't think it's hard. I don't think nothing is hard. Mm -hmm. it, it, Women, we teach men to do everything. And I got a, a question from uh, one of my ghetto ass guests. Mm -hmm. uh, how is it like, like, with doing the stand up and every man that you meet trying to fuck you? How do you ward fight those motherfuckers off and knowing this bullshit? Well, um, it, you treat it as you treat it just like you treat any other situation daily when it comes to uh, the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever. Um, we, we ain't attracted to everybody. Just, true. I'm not attracted to you. So don't take it personal if I'm not attracted to you. Because mm -hmm. we ain't attracted to everybody. You may be attracted to me, I'm flattered. But um, I, I personally don't want to see you naked. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I think your feet stink. I don't, I don't, I've never seen them, but I, they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you, but you got to understand that men are arrogant when it comes to talking to a woman. Mm -hmm. All men think that they're good looking. Mm. It's way too many ugly niggas with confidence is mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, but I, I seen a dude shaped like a baked potato. <laughs> and 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 I see him try to holler at every woman that walked past, and he didn't have no shame. Okay, he was one of them. You seen him do with the knock knee and mm -hmm. and the Crocs on, mm -hmm. and and the skinny jean would have his butt showing with the, and then they got the dirty boxes, yeah, on, it, the, I, the, the dirty boxes coming up in the back. Or that brown stain. Yeah, he didn't have no. He didn't have no problem. Every woman, I watch him sit there and watch him. Every woman walk past. He, hey, what's up, mom? Hey, how you how you doing? And I and I they and when they turned around and looked at him, they was like, like really? I know they were saying that in their mind, like like uh, nigga, you a monster. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I've seen you. I, I've seen Dracula. <laughs> Frankenstein. I've seen you on monster movies. Uh, boy. I just pictured an ugly motherfucker. Right. Hey, mom. You're a monster. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, no. So, I'm going to say, no, it's not hard for females in, in, in the comedy business. You go chase your dream and don't worry about everybody else's Stay dream. Stay focused. Because yeah. I've experienced that a lot coming down here. Be, like, being, I know I'm attractive, but I have a lot of men that, like, 
as soon as I don't sleep with them, then they don't want to work with me no more. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. That, that, shows, that shows me that where your mentality exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, your mentality is at the head of your penis. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's fine. You you don't want me to talk to you no more? I don't give a damn if my dog don't want me to talk to him no more. <laughs> Kick him in the nuts. Because what right. I tell you earlier, it's about you, right? Yep. It ain't about them. Mm -hmm. They programmed to think, oh, you don't want to talk to me? Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with you. No, no, no. I don't want to talk to you because something wrong with you. Exactly. So, yeah, don't worry about that. I just, just, just keep brushing them off. Let me ask you this. Because I wanted to ask the, when, like, we have females on the show, but sometimes it goes left. I wanted to ask you, like, though, with, with being friends and working around a lot of males, and say, for instance, if y'all do hook up and do whatever and get cool, does it fuck everything up? If you grown enough, no. Yeah, if you grown enough. If you grown enough and you understand that hooking up is just a part of life. And there need to be more than it's, a conversation. It's, it, you don't a conversation know. In the you don't. Too, right? That's why I tell women, don't be mad if your dude cheat. You don't understand that you don't know who you attracted to. Mm. You don't know that. Mm. And, and, and cheating is just reacting to who you attracted to. That's it. Sometimes it's to the point where you like... I don't know why this person has drawn me in. My ex told me that a lot. This bitch was in every club from New York to Florida. I was like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. Right. You're attracted to a lot of motherfuckers. Right. You don't, you, you don't know. Who, loose. You don't know who you're attracted to. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And if you grown, nobody, I mean nobody, should know what happens when you close your bedroom door. And that's true. Because of the, the person that's talking about what you do when you close your bedroom door. Do you honestly know what they do when they close their bedroom door? Do you know if they take a carrot up their ass on Thursdays or not? Hey, that shit can get weird. I don't like to hear niggas, certain niggas behind the, the door. No, like, but see. Because you'll look at them different. Well, There's some weird motherfuckers People that here. have to brag to you about sexual encounters with anybody, man, woman, anybody. They're trying to convince themselves of something. Mm. So they have to tell you so they can get your reaction. Yo, man, I met this fat ass girl last night, man. I, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I tried to holler at her. You know he didn't. No, he didn't. In his mind, he did. But the truth is, he just seen her walk past, and he gonna give you a story. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I said that on stage last night. I said men got pussy stories, mm -hmm. but if you go and dig into the story, it's probably from a bitch they met in '82. <laughs> Because they hang on to the same story. Come on, you talk to your homeboys all the time. Remember I told you about that one I met, man, when we was over at the, uh, what you call it, the bad one. You know, remember I told, I told you about it. Yeah. You know, same stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Over and over again. Because we program. Even when you, even your kids, you got kids. Mm -hmm. You got kids. You have to deprogram your kids when they get home. Oh. Because everybody else has told them stuff as soon as they left out the door. I learned that about parenting. You know what I'm saying? My, me, I was a young hustler and I had my son and, and the prime of my grind and all this and that. And my lifestyle was wild. And I saw it taking a toll on my son. His mom would deprogram him from the weekends with me. Exactly. My little son was wild as fuck. Right. He, like, the shit he saw at my house, I didn't know he would take it home. 
Like, of course. I'm talking about even These are kids. They learn from us. Down to the cigarette shit that wasn't lit. He was on the couch. <laughs> His mom took a picture with my son like this. My cousin smoked cigarettes. I don't. But my little son was admiring him with cigarettes. I was like, I'm a bad fucking parent. When people tell me that kid is smart and been here before, no, that kid is repeating shit that you said. Mm -hmm. In the womb, they hear you. Oh, yeah. I used to read to my son, too. That's why he Smart. got like a third out here beast with it. Yeah. Exactly. I wrote student all through school. Understand. All through school. My son, when my son was born, when he was one, I used to go buy, go buy them um, flashcards. Mm -hmm. The color ones, the, the, the multiple, the division. And he'd tear them up, eat them up, chew them up. Mm -hmm. But he looking at them. Mm -hmm. I used to buy him comic books all the time. He didn't know how to read. But guess what? If you watch a kid and give them a comic book, they will make up the yeah, story exactly. themselves. Yeah. The man is fighting the other man. Then he got in his car and he drove. They look at the story and making it up in their mind mm -hmm. until they learn how to read. Then they under, then they start reading it. You see what I'm saying? So again, we influence our kids. Mm -hmm. If your kid ain't shit, cause you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. If your kid is rebellious, negative, uh, mean. Spirited, that's because you being negative, mean spirited, and all of that to them. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? They're kids. You have to train them to be adults. And you I can't train that. them to be grown, but you can train them to be functional human beings in society. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why it's important that you write a book. Yeah. That's it's why it's important that you write a book. You're like a prophet today for a lot of stuff because it's like, I could thank it and don't say it, but you're already talking about it and speaking on it. Mm -hmm. This right here, you can write a book on. Go to the memo, start your book. Remember you used to talk about merchandise. Right. I sat down the other day, I wrote it down. Oh, speaking my of merchandise. <laughs> this is my clothing line, it's called Decillionaire. 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 And most people think it's like a word I made up, but it's not. No, I ain't. A decillionaire is a person with enough money to pay Kanye West a billion dollars. That money has to come from somebody. You think a broke person paid Kanye a million dollars? And when I was doing a little research and we, I wanted to know how far money went, mm -hmm. I came up, this is the top, this is the ceiling. See, yeah. ceiling is in there. Decillionaire. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm that's a sextillionaire. Right, Remember. sextillionaire. Yeah, that's, that's what your shirt does say. So, sextillionaire. I want it, you know, I, I, I got one for you too, as a matter of fact. Oh, so shit, I'm we getting gifts. So I want to yes, make sure I give my homeboy one of oh, the first. Oh, shit, you got that paper. Yeah, my, mine's too. And that's right. Decillionaire money. In a you know what I'm saying? That's that decillionaire money. You know what I'm saying? It's, I love that. It's a little bit different. This, uh, Decillionaire, if you a decillionaire and he's a millionaire, he broke. Mm, I just heard that conversation the other day. You want to think bigger than a millionaire. You got to think big, we bitch. We big, bitch. We want it. They, they program us to say, I want to make a million dollars. I want to hit the lottery. Think about it. The lottery bill, billion dollars. Where that money come from? Right. I do not know because them, them lottery numbers, three figures now. I was like, God damn. Mm -hmm. Decillions. There are decillions out there. Mm -hmm. And that's a big word. Now that you being the first to break it to the world, like, and they hearing it, it's going to become a thing. 
like people gonna want to become that. Right. Because everybody wanted to be a billionaire. Think about it. Rappers don't even rap about being a decillionaire. But I bet you Nipsey Hussle would have been on that. Exactly. Nipsey Hussle was a sexillionaire. Yeah. A quadrillionaire. I learned that from you. Do you see what I'm saying? Sexillionaire. I was like, what the fuck? How many? (laughs) What is it? It's like in the. Six. Six. Okay. This is 10. Decillionaire. That's 10. Yeah, okay. Like Thirty zeros. Quadrillionaire is four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learning something new. You see what yeah, I'm saying? New money. Yeah. Money crazy. Yeah. This generational wealth we talk about right here. Exactly. That blow your mind a little bit. Your kids, 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 kids. They don't know where it came from. That's what I was trying to tell the dude. Like what I was saying. Like coming down here and having to like live with people and be around these different energies and stuff. But that's like what I'm like. You want to sublease apartments and scam people like that? Like, what you doing to leave? Like, I can't leave my kid no mo- no real money doing stupid shit like that. Like, scamming is temporary. Go wreck your car. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go go wreck your car so that you can. He- and then I hate when he all he's like, oh, white men do, white people do. I don't give a fuck what white people do. I'm right. not doing that. Right. I'm right. not. I'm not doing that because right. it's not white collar crime. Right. Yeah, but it's black folk time. You right. know, so it's time coming with it. Look here, let me rap with you, baby. All bullshit aside, I got the facts for you, baby.